my dream is coming true today. Well, that's it. I'm with the podcast, Isaac. Do you know, it's actually been a while because before what we used to do is we would, I don't want to say interview because that's so intense. We would have conversations with our coaches on the podcast. Yeah. So then like our members can actually get to know them a little bit better. And then, you know, if someone's coming for the first class yeah. um, or they just don't see a name that they recognize on the schedule list, they can be like, oh, yeah, Victoria, I'm going to go listen to her podcast. Yeah. So we're going to do that today. <gasps> this is like we haven't done this for a long time. Yeah. I remember like there was a lot with Kenzie and like there was one with Chris on it. Like, yeah, those ones were cool to listen to because I already knew them. Yeah. But I feel like without knowing them and listening to it first, like that would have been. Yeah. It's, it's handy insightful you know the ones with kenzie were fun too because kenzie we would just rip on each other kind of like you <laughs> like <laughs> kind of like what be. this is yeah gonna be. yeah yeah like it's just gonna be us making fun of each other yeah, that works and then afterwards i'll go and cry in my room alone okay um but we're gonna go right into things so yeah. i have like a list of questions that i always ask the coaches so hopefully you don't get any of these wrong <laughs> there's <laughs> <laughs> this is like the video all over again. You're just going to throw me into it. Yeah, like, yeah. And, but how good did that video go? Pretty good. Right? If you guys haven't watched like, it, I did this video with Victoria where we just asked random questions and see how she responded. And there was one specific question that like had to be for you. And it was the how many beers the beer one, yeah. do you think I could drink? I'm basically famous because of the beer question. Man, it was just even asking it, thinking about <laughs> it still makes me giggle. It was fantastic. <laughs> Um, but you obviously are a coach at Movement Strength. You're also a spin instructor at Lost, which is pretty cool. Mm -hmm. So has like health and fitness always been something that you were really passionate about or is this a, a new endeavor for you? It's so new. Yeah, I feel like when I was in high school, it was a lot of, I don't wanna say a lot of sports, but like I was in just like recreational sports, whatever, it was never really like a serious thing for me. I didn't really look at it as like, this is me doing healthy things for my body. Yeah. It was just me going to play soccer with my friends. Like um, going into high school, I feel like I kind of went into a little pit of like not really being healthy. And that came with um, just socializing so much, like drinking, yeah. um, not really caring about what I was doing to my body. And this um, is in college? High university school. in high school yeah so it was yeah a lot of just drinking and like eating out and like that that was like the thing to do i guess like most high schoolers do that i guess but a lot of that um and then going to college you're like ooh, i'm on my own like i can eat whatever i want i can yeah. drink when i want like no one's gonna judge me for it so that kind of like carried into when i moved to london um and then I kind of hit a point where I was like, something needs to change because I'm tired of like feeling like crap all the time. Like I'm tired of wanting to change, but not actually doing anything about it. And like my friends seem perfectly healthy and I'm like, why can't I be like that too? So um, once COVID hit and I switched programs into fitness and health at Fanshawe, that's when I like started taking it seriously. I was like, okay, I want to learn more about this because I want to apply it to my life so in high school like beginning of high school was soccer the sport yeah is that what you played primarily yeah um so you were pretty into health per se but really yeah. it was just like you're playing a game it wasn't exactly. like, like all right i gotta be hardcore about my nutrition and yeah. taking my protein oh my and stuff like yeah. that it was more of just this is what people do i'm playing soccer yeah. 100 percent. um was there like do you remember the point in college where you're like all right 
I need to take things a little bit more serious? Like, was there a moment or was it just kind of like a, a culmination of things? Um, I think, so I took a year of pre-health and then I did a year of dental hygiene. And I think just the stress of like the curriculum and everything that we did was when I really started to feel more rundown than I ever have. Yeah. Um, I was like, I feel like my mental health is almost like plummeting. Like I'm just so stressed out about school. I feel like I don't have time to take care of myself. And when I do have that time, I don't know what to do. Yeah. Like I was just going to the gym aimlessly in the morning. And then I was going again after class, just like burning off my steam, I guess you could say. But like, it wasn't in a healthy way. I was just like working out until I couldn't anymore. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't doing like the proper things. I was just like going hard on the elliptical for whatever until I closed my activity rings. Like that was yeah. my idea of fitness. And I knew that that was wrong. So yeah. I wanted to get the right idea. It's funny when you, cause when you were saying when COVID happened, that's kind of when I took it a little bit serious. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh, COVID wasn't that long ago, but it was, <laughs> it was like what? Three years ago. Jeez. I feel so old. Seriously. Well, you are. Um, so <laughs> right. when did you start at loss then? Like, did you, I'm assuming you started right as, before COVID hit. <laughs> and you were like, just like a, as a, as a member first, I'm assuming. Yeah, and so then you I, kind of went to instructor. It was actually right after I got out of a relationship, which is hilarious because like I felt really good once I got out of it. I felt like, okay, now I can kind of rebuild who I am and I can like figure out how I am on my own. So that's why when I started going to Lost, I felt so good. I'm like, oh, like I feel really like empowered, like and I'm in school for fitness and health. Like maybe one day I can do this. So when they did auditions like a few months after, I was like, oh, I'll just go and like put my foot in the door. I never thought that I would actually land it and I did and then we shut down probably like a month later. <laughs> yeah, but I wouldn't like trade anything for the world. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did you, are you the type of person that would put yourself out there for like an audition to be an no. instructor? <laughs> no. <laughs> so was That was like, like the best part is that it was so out of left field. Yeah. Like even when I told my mom that I was going to this audition, she was like, okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> are you good? <laughs> we'll support you when you don't get it, yeah. honey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then when I told her I got it, I remember I called her. Um, I was leaving one of my other jobs and I was like, mom, like they just emailed me like I got it. And yeah. she was just laughing because it was just so unexpected. I was like, whoa, yeah. like this just happened. What did you but, have to do for that? So we just prepared um, two tracks. I think it's a little bit different now sure, if sure. they were to do it, but we just had to prepare two tracks, like a climb and a sprint. So a slower song and a faster song um, and then just go up there and... I remember I put the headset on wrong. Like it was like yeah. a whole, yeah, it was so scary, but I was like, this is what I signed up for. Like, yeah. this is what I'm here to do. Good for you though. Go back that's, now. Like that's really out of your comfort zone. I know. Jeez. I still have to do one of your spin classes. I, I know you yell at me every week about every it. Every week. I'm sorry, Courtney, if you're listening to this, I will go. Um, okay. So you get hired on world mm -hmm. shuts down. Yes. Um, I know obviously like a spin studio, there wasn't too like lost. There wasn't too, too much. You probably could have done. Yeah. So when the world opens back up, um, you know, do you actually like kind of have to go through training again? Like, what does that look like? So we actually trained um, socially distanced, obviously. We trained throughout COVID. Um, so it was summer of 2021, I think. Okay. I don't even know. Yeah, it's, it's all, all a blur. Yeah. Um, but we trained, yeah, like basically the whole summer while we were closed, which was kind of like good because yeah. although we didn't have the practice in front of people, we got to practice a lot with each other. Um, so I was really good. And that's when I kind of started to take everything more seriously because I'm like, okay, now people are looking up to me 
I'm not giving them like nutrition and fitness advice, but I'm guiding them on their own fitness journey per se. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like I am up here, I'm younger than most people that were going. So I was like, this is like responsibility. It is pressure, but I'm like, I don't want to say something that's going to, you know, ruin somebody's day or like throw sure. them off or have them think the like incorrect things about fitness. I want them to be able to feel good, mm -hmm. but I also need to practice what I preach. Yeah. So then world opens back up. Yeah. You probably have all this like renewed confidence because you've been practicing and things. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember your first class? I do. How yeah. was that? It was like exhilarating because everyone was just so excited to be back. Yeah. You it could have said like, anything. Yeah. yeah, yeah then yeah. they would have been happy. They would have yeah. cheered me on. But <laughs> I remember like saying when I started, I'm like, guys, like, thank you for coming. It's my first class. I am shitting myself right now. But and everyone started laughing. And yeah. I was like, I am though. Like, this is really <laughs> scary. But we only had, like, I think 10 bikes at the time. Yeah. So it was still oh, small. Oh, because it had to be super yeah. distance. That's right. So now we're at 25. At yeah. the time, we were at 10. And, like, it was just so funny. Like, everyone was so supportive. I didn't even know any of these people. Yeah. But they were just like, yeah, like, we're so happy to be back. Like, you're great, whatever. But I was very hard on myself for a long time. Like, every class I would do, I would leave. And I'm like, oh, like, I think they hated me. Like, yeah. what if I said the wrong thing? This person usually says that was great, but they didn't. Like, I'm going to cry myself to sleep now. Like, <laughs> uh -huh. I was so hard on myself. And, like, I feel like once you start out at anything, you're yeah. usually, that's what you do. You're just hard on yourself because you want to get better. So during that time, you know, if, if we look at, like, health right we have fitness we have nutrition yeah. there's like coaching accountability the fitness theme the fitness thing seemed like you kind of had that under control yeah um during that time were you focused on nutrition as much or was that still something you were you were learning nutrition honestly i don't think i took seriously until i came here yeah so like i didn't realize how i don't want to use the word depleted but how much energy especially teaching spin like spinning in general, which you know, because you've been, yeah, not to my class, but, <laughs> <laughs> but just going in general, like the amount of work that you have to put in. And it's not saying that you have to go balls to the wall every time and like go as hard as you can, but it's an hour and it's like intense cardio, Definitely. whether you take it slow or like you push yourself, like it's still a lot for your body. And I didn't realize that like you have to fuel for that yeah. or you should be fueling somewhat properly. I was like, still in COVID phase. So I'm like drinking all the time, like going out when things started opening up. Like I just wasn't there nutritionally. I didn't realize how important it was. So I got the fitness part kind of, Yeah. but nutrition, yeah, was not a thing until I really felt it after. But even just like, um, coaching, teaching in general, the thing that I don't think a lot of people realize, and if you're like a normal teacher out there teaching like students, um, you're exhausted at the end of the day because mm -hmm. it's a lot of mental energy. Yeah. And like your mental energy is still burning calories, right? Yeah. So when you now kind of combine those two, you're on a bike, not only are you spinning with the class, but you also need to focus on like having eyes on people, calling people's names out, you know, yeah. figuring out like what to do on certain tracks. I'm just making things up because I have no idea what you do when you're spinning. I'm just taking guesses. <laughs> you are hired. That's yeah. exactly yes. what you do. Yeah, I'll see you next week, Court. Yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, like it takes a lot out of you. You might not yeah. be pushing as hard as some of, you know, the participants in the class, but like the mental energy, you're, you're pretty much right on par with them. I remember when I started, I was like, I don't know how some of these people, Courtney, like don't get off the bike. I'm like, I'm gonna have to get off like every 10 minutes because like, I can't, yeah. I wasn't there even after training all summer. Yeah. I was like, I don't know how I'm ever going to get really good at this to the point where I don't have to get off 
and go in the back and like dry heave. Like I don't know how <laughs> I'm going to get through that, yeah. you know? And like, I feel like it's been a year and a half and I'm finally getting to that point where like, cool. I feel good. And I think that a lot of that goes to my nutrition. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Which for sure. I didn't again, realize how important it was. So then you joined movements when? It would be February, 2021. So. Oh my God. Two years. No, 2022. 2022. Okay. What yeah. Year yeah. Is it? Where yeah. am I? I know. I know. <laughs> I wouldn't, I would have believed you. I'm like, oh yeah, two years. That's right. <laughs> like, totally. Uh, so it's been just over a year. And yeah. like, how did you, do you know, did you know someone that came here before? How'd you hear about us? So I saw your ad on Instagram <laughs> and I, again, just like hit a point where I was like, I want to make a change. Like spin was obviously amazing. Like my mental health was pretty good. And like, but I loved lifting weights. I never knew how to do it properly, mm -hmm. but I always knew that I felt good. And I'm like, I feel like I need to balance spin out with something. And like, everyone's different. Some people might just like the spin. They might just like the weight. Some people like to balance. And there's a lot of people that like the Pilates too and like adding that in. But I was just like spinning sometimes two, three times a day. And I'm just like, I feel so tired, mm -hmm. but I'm not seeing any changes with like my body to the point where I want to feel like stronger yeah. spin made me feel amazing. Like my aerobic capacity is probably fantastic, but like I wanted to gain muscle. I wanted to get lean. I wanted to see those changes that I wasn't getting. Yeah. Yeah. And I, just to, you know, you, you clarify this, like it's, it's your wants as well. Like yeah. your wants are going to be different than my wants, which are different than someone else's wants. Like some people, like you mentioned, maybe just want to do Pilates. Some people yeah. just want to do spin. Some people want to use their fitness and try a culmination of all yeah. these different things, right? So, And that's I, what, I wasn't bored with spin. Like, yeah. don't get me wrong. I would never get bored of that. But I was learning about resistance training and things in school too. And like, we didn't get to go in person and like actually try these things out and like train people. And I'm like, if this is what I'm going to do for a living right now, like yeah. I should probably get some experience for myself with it. Definitely. I, guess, I think that's a big, one of the big reasons why people come here as well is like the whole education bit. Yeah. Like for the longest time, instead of movement strength, I wanted to call us movements Academy because it's like <laughs> people come here to learn, right? Yeah. Of sorry. I'm no, sorry. I'm it's sorry. Just my, it's just my business. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> movements Academy. Right? It would be good. It's like rather than paying membership, you pay tuition because you can come in to learn. Stop. Yeah. Okay. I will say. As an apology oh. for just laughing at you, but I have learned more here. Oh, yeah. Now as a member and as a coach yeah. in a year, even less than a year, than I have in two years of a college program. And nothing against like Fanshawe Fitness and Health Promotion, but we were not allowed to go in. We didn't get that practical experience. Yeah, it's a tough time. So, Again, like it could have been a really great program, but I don't think that I went in at the time where it was at its best. Yeah. And it, you know what? I think it's, it's always going to be different when you're working at a place as well. Um, cause like you're, you're super involved in it, right? Like, yeah. yeah. So I think that's good. So you joined movement strength. Yes. You joined on six week challenge. Yes. I remember you killed it. You did, did I? Yeah. Yeah. You did really, really well. <laughs> you're consistent. And when I say kill it, I usually mean like people are just consistently coming that's the biggest reason people will like reach their goal or not reach their goal yeah. is they'll be consistent for like a week and then they fall off hard where, um, you know, people who come consistently put in the work, do the classes, mm -hmm. um, the nutrition for sure. That's a big portion, but like that takes 
a long time. If we can just like finish or focus yeah. on the fitness first, the other stuff will come eventually. Yeah. So yeah. when it came to the nutrition stuff, I know that's where you really start to focus in and like kind of understand the bits of it. Yeah. Um, what were some like big learns when it came to nutrition in the six week challenge for you? Um, I think that I had the mentality of like less is more. Mm. I never really, I think this was throughout the end of high school and kind of early college. I had the idea of like the less you eat, like I didn't realize, I guess, how much that affected other parts of you. So like, okay, if I eat, you know, 11, 1200 calories, it's like, oh, I'm going to lose weight. But how is my brain function going to be? <laughs> yeah. How is my sleeping going to be? How yeah. is my mood going to be? And I didn't realize like even until recently, basically, like the toll that that can take on you. So when before the six week challenge, I was not eating enough. I was overtraining, under eating, like it was just not good so my mental health was also affected by that so that's why I hit that wall and I was like I need professional help mm -hmm. I didn't want to spend money I was like totally fine at fit for less with my five dollars whatever <laughs> but I was like I think I'm at the point where like I need actual help from somebody else and that's okay like I had to be okay with needing help from somebody else yeah but um yeah I learned that like eating is just so important like what you put in your body i don't like saying food is fuel but food plays so many parts in you definitely basically definitely like yeah i think yeah. it's funny because i um oh what's his name something berardi uh john berardi yes thank you john berardi i know he's big on saying like oh, i don't like when people say food is fuel yeah. and that's fine it's not that i like that saying but i think it's just really easy for people to understand like yeah. if you're a Ferrari and you're putting in yeah. low, you know, low octane fuel, it's not really going to be all that great. Where if you're feeding your body with healthy, nutritious food, it's not overly processed. Like yeah. we're going to be better for that. Right. It's actually so funny that you brought up John Berardi because I read Changemaker. Yeah. Literally like a week before I came here as a member. Yeah. And I remember I told Will about John Berardi in my interview for here. It's yeah. just so funny. But yeah. He's like, I think he's a London local too. Yeah. 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 But I learned yeah so much. And I feel like you'll never really understand the effects that it has on you until you get there. Definitely. You know, so like people might think, oh, like eating low calorie or like eating keto or doing this or doing that, like that'll be good for you. But it's like until you go through it or you like know somebody close to you that goes through it and yeah. it doesn't turn out well or something like that, like you're not gonna know. Yeah, and, and it's funny, I, you know, I always have this debate with people, which is like, I don't think elimination diets are very good. I don't think, you know, completely removing a macronutrient is good because it's not sustainable. Yeah. Um, but, you know, when we look at our six week challenge or our 12 week challenge, whatever, people coming in, if we're gonna talk to them about nutrition, we usually do start people on a food list that can be seen as pretty restrictive. Yeah. But the reason for that is they realize, oh, wow, by restricting some of these other foods, I actually do feel really good. And we know that that's not necessarily going to be sustainable. And we have those conversations, yeah. but it's more so so people can realize like, wow, this is like how good I can feel by eating a certain way. Yeah. And then we talk about, you can still have your McDonald's, you can still have your Domino's every once in a while, but yeah. it's just not living off of Cadoba queso all the time. That's never gonna do well Stop. for us. <laughs> I, I thought about that yesterday, the Cadoba queso. The Cadoba queso. Um, yeah, that's like the one thing that I didn't realize was so important was like sustainability. It's like, yeah, yeah. you could eat 
super low calorie you could try all these crazy diets but like how far is that going to get you absolutely and i'm not saying that it's all going to be for nothing but you might experience like a lot of negative things while you're trying these you know fat stuff oh definitely versus you guys who are like we don't want you to be with us forever like we want to teach you things that you can take on your own and i thought that was so important and so cool because so much out there right now is literally all for money and attention so when you guys were like okay we don't like our goal is to not have you be with us forever like we just want to teach you these things that you can spread the word you know like do your thing yeah no absolutely and i think that's you know it comes down to like what people want to do with their health and with their fitness Mm -hmm. some people join our gym or wherever because they want to go climb mount kilimanjaro right and then they use this as their training way to do that and once they do that it's like maybe they don't need movement strengths maybe they want to go try out lost or combine or hybrid like it doesn't really matter um but yeah, I think you just need to enjoy whatever you're doing. That way you can be yeah. sustainable and consistent. A thousand with it. percent. I honestly think that if I didn't have the group environment that was like in the six weeks to be in all those classes and stuff, I don't think I would have lasted very long. Yeah. If it was just me on my own and that's nothing against like ID or anything, but like I didn't realize like how much the environment, like the difference it would have. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. I think it's important for people to start in group to like build that that trust and that camaraderie and kind of just feel like they know what they're doing. Um, And then I, you know, there is more of a natural progression to go from group to something like semi-privates or working on your own, Mm -hmm. which I know you're doing with Luke right now. And that's been, how long has that been? We're on week 12 right now. Really? 12. Yeah. And how is that? So good. Again, like I'm learning so much more than, and it helps me be a better coach though. Definitely. Which is like, I didn't realize it would, but me, I tell people all the time, I'm like, oh my God, in my workout, I did this. And like, I realized how important like tempo was and like this made such a difference. Like it just helps me be more relatable to people. So what are some of like, what are some key learns that you've had working with, with Luke? Um, just like, he's probably going to be listening to this. No, 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 no. Um, celebrating the wins, like so important. And he could tell you this too, every time we hop on our call and he's like, so what are some wins? I'm like, oh, like. I just have more energy. He's like, okay, why? And I'm like, um, (laughs) because I'm like, he just gets me to dig deeper and deeper into them. And it's so important because like just getting curious about why you feel a certain type of way or what you can do differently to keep it going. Like that's what gets you into that like progress sort of motion. Like, oh, like I, I don't know. I slept really good last night. Okay. Why? (laughs) Because I didn't have my phone out. Okay. What else? And it's just like, we keep going over and over again. And like, at first I was like, oh my God, this guy's going to grill me about my wins. Like every couple of weeks, I need to have stuff prepared. But I was like, it's actually so important. And like reflection and journaling and all that stuff that I used to think was so useless has played such a big part in how I can grow. What would you say your biggest wins have been over the past 12 weeks? Um, probably that I think over Christmas, I kind of like fell back into my little inconsistent hole of like oh i don't want to like do anything at the holidays i should just throw it all away but you can get yourself out you are not your thoughts you are what you do so like if your head is telling you like oh it's like christmas who cares like just go buck wild whatever like you are in charge and you have the control to put yourself back into a good place Mm -hmm. it's awesome that was something that i yeah always struggled with is like once you start going downhill it just keeps going but it's like who's gonna stop that yeah you are right 
What about from a nutrition standpoint? What have you guys been working on? Um, so we didn't really see much happening body composition wise until we went into more of a deficit, which yep. is something that, and I tell Taylor this all the time. I'm like, I probably wouldn't have done it on my own. Not that I don't trust myself, but it's because I've been at a point before in my life where I did eat less and it wasn't good. Yeah. But having the trust that I have in Luke, like I know that he wouldn't put me in a bad situation. And yeah. like, I know that if I was feeling uncomfortable with it or, you know, I wasn't feeling that great or I was low on energy, like I could just tell him and we could change something. Mm -hmm. So I think just not being afraid of making changes and trying things out. Cause at first I was like, oh, like calorie deficit, like that freaks me out. But doing it and having his support, I think has made the biggest difference so far. How long has the deficit been? Um, I think it's been like a month and a half, maybe like yep. not that long. Yep. We didn't do it for the whole thing. Um, but I think it's good that we didn't go in right off the bat. Like I think I needed to yeah. get the fitness part down pat and then so the I'm, rest will come. I'm smiling. Because I think this is uh, something that uh, people don't want to hear, but it's it's the it's the truth. Which is, you know, when we hear the word calorie deficit, people freak out because they Me. assume, <laughs> yeah, because they assume, okay, we're gonna go and eat twelve hundred calories, and we're gonna do this for four weeks, and yeah. then you're gonna look good in five weeks. And yeah. it's like you can do that, but that's the fad diet. That's the unsustainable approach where yeah. you're just gonna go right back to where you were beforehand. Whereas if we take this slow deficit where yeah. you've said you've been in it for probably maybe six weeks, maybe a little bit longer, yeah. but deficit doesn't necessarily need to mean, you know, um, a deficit of 500 calories per right. day. It could be 50 calories. It could be a hundred, maybe it's 150. But I think the less drastic it is, the more sustainable it is because you realize you're like, oh, wow, I'm in a deficit and I'm still eating so much more food than yeah, I thought I could eat. You learn how to be creative with your food. Exactly, exactly. And like, yeah. I think that's, I don't know, I feel like I've just really understood this from doing like marathon training because marathon training, like you work six months to take a minute off of your time, which is insane, right? Yeah. But it's like the consistent grunt work, not like, all right, I'm gonna push super hard for one week and have a 200 kilometer run week and then be fucked the rest yeah, of it. Yeah, exactly. So that's really cool. And like oh, the one thing that just like grinds my gears is like the, what I eat in a day in a calorie deficit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I want to go so crazy on yeah. that yeah. because I, I don't know if it's just like a trigger for me because of kind of how I was eating before. I relied sure. a lot on those videos and on TikTok and all that stuff. But like seeing people post what I eat in a day in a deficit. First of all, your deficit's gonna be different than somebody else's. Definitely. Second of all, who is helping you through this deficit? Is this just you kind of on your own? I'm getting really mad right now. <laughs> no, 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 because I'm about to go off too. Okay. Go. Okay. <laughs> like, is this just you doing it because you saw somebody else doing it? Like, yeah. do you, not that I'm saying everyone needs like a Luke Amaral in their life, which they do, but <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, where are you getting this kind of guidance like do you have it have you thought about getting guidance and then i see people in the comments like how much of each are you eating like protein protein carbs yeah. fat like how much of each it's like but that's not going to be the same for you yeah because it's like your height your age your sex like how much everything you yes yeah like oh that, and that's and this is the this is the part where it's tough right because you know we can make like sweeping generalizations that eating healthy healthy air quotes, yeah. um, will benefit everybody. But like, there's not necessarily one prescription 
for everyone. Yeah. That's why nutrition is so individual. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to see like true lasting results. Yeah. But yeah, one thing that oh man, it triggers me too is like with the what I eat in the days where they're like, oh yes, and I have chocolate and chips and yeah. ice cream. For breakfast, I had one singular green drink and a piece of dry toast with nothing on it. It's just like. Oh, <laughs> and it's like, okay, cool. Yeah, you just had bread and chocolate and ice cream and all these things, but it's like you can also control yourself. Maybe you have the relationship with food where you can have a spoon full of ice cream and that's it. Or I need to have the whole pint or like, you know, like it's just, uh, I hate that shit so much. (laughs) It makes me so mad. This is why we get along. (laughs) Yeah. The internet is just so saturated with like people trying to tell you what's right and wrong. Yeah. And I think to myself a lot when I'm on TikTok because I'm guilty of it. Like I just aimlessly scroll and my algorithm right now is a lot of fitness and a lot of like recipes and stuff. But like I am okay with admitting that I pay somebody that I trust week to week to support me, to help me with my nutrition, to give me exercises that will benefit me and my goals. But then it's like, why am I on TikTok and some random lady is telling me to buy magnesium glycinate because I'm a girl and it's on sale at Costco and I should go buy it. And I literally went and looked at it and I was like, whoa, stop for a second. Like, you don't need to fall into that trap because like maybe it'll benefit certain people, but it doesn't mean it's going to benefit me. Yeah. Yeah. It's and you know what the tough thing, too, about just social media in general. And, you know, we live this life with movement strength is like when we saw a lot of success on TikTok is when we were very polarizing on our views. And, you know, it's unfortunate, but like sometimes you need to, it's like, we know if you're going to do a, what I eat in a day, and I don't think we've ever done one of those, um, but those are going to get more views. That's what people want to see. That's the problem. Right. Or when we did overrated, underrated, which was like a really successful series for us. Um, it's successful because it's like, oh yeah, dumbbell bicep curls, overrated, underrated. They're overrated. It's like, okay, boom. Well, why? And then you get like the people that are supporting and the people that are unsupportive. And it's like, that's how you grow is having these crazy polarizing views. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's tough. It's tough to find that happy medium. That's like a whole separate conversation. (laughs) That's a separate episode. That's a separate, that's episode, whatever, 127. We got to give people content for the walk a lot challenge. They need podcasts to listen to. Uh, That's see, Mm -hmm. oh, look at you. So that's why you wanted to do this. It's for the people. Not not for you or for me. It's for the people. It's for the people. Yeah. But yeah, just TikTok, man. (laughs) I can't. Uh, Okay. So. Uh, I mean, I can talk to you all day. We can. I got nothing to do. No, no, no. I I have something to do, unfortunately. (laughs) But I do have a bunch of questions for you. Okay. So these are like lightning questions. I'm just trying to... This is like rapid fire? This is is rapid fire. Actually, before we do that... Sweating. This is actually... uh, Well, now you have to. Okay, I will. Um, Do you have like a... Does Luke ever talk to you about like big, hairy, audacious goals? No. Okay. Do you have like a big, hairy, audacious health or fitness goal that you're currently working towards? What does that even mean? Like, what's your big goal? Okay. Like in another <laughs> 12 weeks, you know, if Victoria can look back and be like, oh yeah, this was a success, what would it be? Um, I think I just want to be consistent or stay consistent with my nutrition. And I think I've been doing really good so far. Um, keep celebrating all the wins. I guess it's not like a big end goal, but I just want to be consistent with it still. Um, I had a moment kind of like before I started here, where I was just like, oh, like I just want to get 
like skinny like why is it so hard for me to get skinny